0: Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. What a great day it is to be serving the Lord. You know, we have so much hope and so much peace because we know that God is still on the throne no matter what is going on all over the world no matter what's going on in our own lives he is still sovereign he still has the final say in all of it and so we can rejoice in that fact knowing that he has not left us he has not forsaken us and it's a great great day to be serving the lord and worshiping him i um have some ministry dates coming up here over the next month or two and I'll be sure to let you know about those as those approach. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast again today and thank you for all those who have been listening to the past episodes. It's crazy. I've been looking at the uh, the stats and I can see where people have listened to them even through the weeks beyond when they were released. So that's very cool to see and thank you for sharing the podcasts, however you share them on your social media for even send somebody a text message or a private message saying, Hey, you need to listen to this. If you hear one that you feel will help someone. So I appreciate it. I appreciate all the support and we know that God gets all the glory. Um, we're here in, in Pennsylvania and we're beginning the month of August, which is typically a, uh, a hot dry month here in our area. But, um, it almost feels like the seasons have started to shift a little bit from summer to fall. Um, not so much in the coolness, but you can just feel the intensity of the sun kind of getting a little bit less. And, uh, we've been having a lot of humidity, but, uh, you can just kind of feel that the season shift is about to take place here in the climate. And, um, I feel also like there's a season shift taking place in the spirit where God is about ready to do some things, um, and you've been been suffering for a while now. You've been toiling for a while now with everything going on, but God is about to uh, pour blessing. He's about to pour anointing into your life for all the time that you've suffered and all the tears that you've shed. He's about to give you. Blessing, He's about to give you double for what you've been through. And so be encouraged today. Don't give up the fight. And um, there is a lot going on everywhere. Everybody's going through something, but we can all be sure that God is still with us. He's still on the throne. So there's nothing that goes under his radar. He sees it all. And I'm encouraged today to know that. Amen. Amen. So I want to read to you from John today, chapter 4. And, um, this story is a familiar one. It's one of the miracles that Jesus did, but Jesus did this miracle kind of in an unconventional way and, um, where he told someone to just go home. He told someone to just go home. And their miracle would be waiting on them. And so I want to read to you from this chapter, John chapter 4, starting at verse 43. The Bible says, After the two days he departed from there and went to Galilee, for Jesus himself testified that a prophet had no honor in his own country. Then when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, having seen all the things he did at Jerusalem at the feast, for they had gone to the feast. So Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick in Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him pleading that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. And Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman said to him, sir. Come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go your way your son lives. And the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way while he was going down. His servants met him and told him your son lives. When he inquired of them, the hour when he began to heal, they answered yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Then the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said to him, your son lives. So he and his whole household believed What an incredible story. You know, we see Jesus traveling all over the place, and the Bible lets us know that he had just been uh, in Jerusalem uh, for the feast not long before, and and the other people there had seen the miracles that he did, and there were people all around. And so Jesus uh, came again to Cana of Galilee, Where he had turned the water into wine and so he had a history people had seen him do miracles in these places he had a history there and uh, This man comes from Capernaum Capernaum was about 20 miles away So it took this man probably a day to walk to Cana where Jesus was located and this father he was just in this desperate situation Have you ever been in a desperate situation? I mean, when you didn't know what else to do, this man knew that Jesus could heal. This man knew that Jesus could set free from the sickness that had gripped his son and his son was at the point of death. And so the man said, I've got to go find Jesus. And so he did whatever it took to get to Jesus. When you're desperate, You will do anything. I don't care if I'm desperate, if I've got to walk a day, if I've got to drive three hours to a revival, if I've got to wait up to to get in the door for the revival, if I've got to do whatever I've got to do to get a ticket for the revival, if there's limited seating, if I've got to fast and call an all-night prayer meeting, if I'm desperate, I will do whatever it takes to get a touch from the Lord. And so many times what we do as Christians is we Give up on the promise. We give up on waiting on the Lord and seeking the Lord over something, when we don't see something right away, we kind of give up and we don't wait on the promise. We don't do whatever it is that needs to be done in desperation. And a few times in scripture, we see people who were desperate, who wanted a touch from the Lord and they did whatever they had to do. My mind goes to the woman with the issue of blood who crawled through the crowd just to touch the hem of Jesus's garment. When you are desperate, you will do whatever it takes to get a hold of the promise now if you're not desperate a lot of the time we give up when we don't see instant results when we don't see what it is that we're believing for happen right away we give up and we live in this culture and this society where we're taught that things must happen instantly we're taught that things need to happen right away and you know we can go down the road and if we want to get a meal we don't have to go and sit down and wait for someone to cook us a meal we can go to the drive-through window and they have burgers ready to go that they just throw in a bag with some fries and a drink and and you're on your way you have your meal instantly we have microwave dinners But we all know that if you want a good dinner, you've got to sit down and you've got to put a a turkey in the oven and you've got to make homemade mashed potatoes. I would take a homemade roast that's cooked slowly for hours over a burger any day that came from a fast food restaurant. So you see what I'm saying? Good things often take time. And we need to understand that sometimes in this Christian walk that things don't always happen Instantly On our timetable When we feel like they should We don't always see the result Of what God is doing instantly In our lives And so we've got to persevere And perseverance is something that's not taught To our generation today Perseverance is not something that's taught In our schools very often today If you don't like the job Just give it up, walk away, quit the job If you don't like your marriage Just walk away, quit the marriage If you don't like whatever you're doing If the schooling isn't working out, and you don't like what you're doing. Just give it up and walk away instead of persevering. And great people will tell you that the only way that they ever became great is because they persevered. So many people have been turned down time after time after time after time before they finally get a breakthrough. When they're looking for jobs, or when they're making, when they're working on an invention, they have one invention that works great and they have one thing that just everybody just rants and raves over but they don't tell you about the 200 inventions that they had before that or the 210 attempts at that invention that failed and so you only ever see the thing that works in life most of the time with people you only ever see the good thing you only ever see the one that worked out but in life there are a lot more times when we will go through failure we will go through a a bump in the road we will go through difficulty and in those times we've got to learn to persevere and not give up and this man he was persevering he was going to Jesus and he was saying Jesus my son is dying I will do whatever it takes I need to get to Jesus and he said my son is dying and I need you to come and this man so he walked 20 miles he walked a whole day And he got to Jesus, and he says to Jesus, Will you come heal my son? And the next thing that Jesus says is so profound, because... This is the point that a lot of us are at. He said to the man, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. And in another point in scripture, Jesus said, blessed are they who have not seen yet believe. If you can have the faith To see the miracle before it ever manifests. If you can have the faith to see the goodness of God before it ever takes place in your life. If you can have the faith to see what God is doing. The promise that you're believing for before you ever possess it. Before you ever have it in your hand. That is a special kind of blessing. God will put a special kind of blessing on your life. He said here, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. What was he trying to say? He was trying to say, I am, I am Jesus. I am the Messiah. Whether you see the sign and wonder happen in front of you or not. He said, just believe, just believe me for what you're, what you're asking for. Just grab hold of it by faith. Don't doubt it. And Jesus said, unless you see these signs and wonders, you will not believe. And the noble man thought he was messing around the nobleman said sir this is this is not a joke he said this is this is very real he said come down before my child dies my child is dying and you're saying all these things about how we need to believe before we see signs and wonders if you ever get into that desperate situation if you ever get into a difficult situation you will you will you almost become like a, a crocodile. You almost become like a bulldog when you are desperate. You will do anything. And the old mama bear, the old papa bear pops out. And you you kind of get this, this panic mode where you're like, don't mess with. My miracle. Don't mess, especially in this situation. If it's your kids, if it was one of your children, you would be fighting for them no matter what it took. And you would probably do the same thing that this this guy said to Jesus. And Jesus was saying, you've got to have faith before you see the miracle. You've got to have faith before you see the manifestation. And this guy was like, sir, my child is dying. I don't care what you're saying right now. I need you to come down immediately. This is no laughing matter. This is no game to me. And so the papa bear came out in him and he said, I can't play games with my son's life. I can't play games. And some people are in those kind of situations listening to this. Some people are in those kind of situations where it's a life and death situation. Some people are in those situations where it's do or die, and you are listening to this right now, and you are feeling the same way, it's desperate. If this, if I don't get a breakthrough, I'm going to lose my family member. If I don't get a breakthrough, I'll, I'll die myself. If I don't get a breakthrough, I'm going to lose my mind. If I don't get a breakthrough, they're going to come take the house. If I don't get a breakthrough, whatever it is, if I don't get a breakthrough, I'm going to lose my job. Whatever the situation is, if you don't get a breakthrough, you're in a desperate situation situation just like this guy was just like this this leader was and he came to jesus and jesus was talking to him he said you got to believe before you see the manifestation of the miracle basically and the guy was like listen i don't care about any of that i just know that you can heal i just know that you can set free i know that you can save people i know that you can do it lord and so jesus looks at the man again and he says Go your way, your son lives. That's it. That's all he said. Go your way, your son lives. And for many of us in in that position, if you had walked 20 miles a whole day's journey to see Jesus, and you knew you had a whole 20 miles, a whole day's journey to go back, and you had gone there to get Jesus you were you had made up in your mind that you were coming home with Jesus that Jesus was going with you and he was going to touch your child and your child was going to live if you had made that up in your mind for a lot of people, a lot of people would have been like, no, no, you're coming with me. If I have to drag you, you're coming with me to my house. If I have to, whatever I have to do, I will kidnap you, Jesus, (laughs) to get you to my house, to touch my child so that he will live and not die. And all Jesus did was look at him and say, go your way. Your son lives. Go your way. Your son lives. And the Bible lets us know at this point, The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. This man knew he had a 20-mile walk back home. He knew that he had a day's journey back home, and he took the Lord at his word. He took the Lord at his word. He believed the word that Jesus gave to him and he went his way. How many times do we fight in order to keep our idea and our thoughts and our fears about what is going to happen when God's word has already given to us the promise How many times do we fight to hang on to our anxiety over a situation when God has already spoken over it in his word? He's already spoken over it in our spirits. He's already spoken over your life in so many areas. You can find something in the word of God for anything that you're facing and cling to it. And God will also speak to you in your own spirit. If you'll quiet yourself and if you'll listen, God will begin to speak to you. If you'll begin to pray and read your word, God will begin to speak to you in your own spirit. But if you are not, if you're not in that, arena yet, if you're not comfortable with hearing the voice of God, you dig into the word of God. The word of God always takes precedence over anything that we think we hear in our spirits anyway. The word of God will never contradict anything that you feel God is speaking to you in your spirit. But God has always He has given to us his word. He has given to us his promises over our lives. And if we will grab hold of what it is that he's given to us in his word, we won't have to worry. We won't have to fear. And we'll be able to go about our day. We'll be able to go about our business, committing everything to him and just walking forward. And that's what this man did. He took the Lord at his word. He started back home. Jesus said, go your way, your son lives. And the man turned around and walked back home. What what amount of faith, knowing that your son is at home dying, knowing that he is maybe hours maybe he, the guy didn't even know, his son might have already passed away in the day's journey that it took him to get to Jesus. The man had no idea. He had no contact. There was no cell phone. There was no Facebook Messenger or Instagram. There was no way to get a hold of his family to see if his son was still living when he even got to Jesus. The man just knew that Jesus could heal. The man just knew that Jesus could set free. And so when Jesus said, go your way, your son lives, the man had faith. The faith that rose up in this man must have just been something beyond anything we could ever imagine because as I said earlier most of us would have been dragging Jesus to our house to see uh, to see our child to see our family member and the man believed Jesus he just took him at his word and went his way and while he was going down his servant met him and told him your son lives see verse 50 here is the key the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way The man believed the word and he went his way. And then when he got close to home, one of his servants came out and the servant said to him, your son lives. If you can believe Jesus, if you can believe the Lord for whatever it is that you are trusting him for, if you can grab hold of it by faith and see that he is doing it and that it is already done. See, when we believe for healing, we're not believing that God will heal someone. We believe that it's already paid for and done. We believe that it was settled. Our accounts were settled at the cross of Calvary. 2000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross He paid for everything That we needed Our debts are paid And the provision was made for your healing The provision was made for your deliverance The provision was made For your mind That you would think right That you would have a positive outlook on life That you would have faith and hope The provision was made for that The provision was made for your finances And your blessing The provision was made for your family and their salvation. The provision was made for every area of your life. And so when we believe God for something... We're not believing that he will do it. We're believing that it's already done because it was at the cross. And this man took the Lord at his word. And what we need to begin to analyze things. We've been taught to overthink things. We've been taught by science and by our education system that if there is no, uh, if there's no nothing in front of us that looks like what we're thinking, then we must be thinking wrong. If there's nothing in front of us that looks looks like what we're believing then we must be believing wrong we need proof and we've been taught that since we were little but what faith does is it reverses that and faith lets us know that our belief in it is the proof that it's done. Our belief in it is the proof that it is there. And so we've got to begin to let faith rise up in us. We've got to begin to let faith come up inside of us. And we've got to grab hold of the promises of God, even if everything around us looks opposite of what the Word of God tells us. You might be looking around at your life right now and seeing everything in a shambles. Everything might be falling apart. Everything might be just crumbling around you, and you don't know what to do. You don't know how to fix it. You don't know how to deal with it. But the Bible lets us know we have certain promises. And if we'll begin to activate our faith on those promises, we will begin to see the changes happen in our life. And yes, they might be gradual. Yes, you might have to wait a little bit before you can see it. This man waited. He was walking home. Can you imagine the, the, What must have tried to come against him As he was walking home The thoughts that the enemy was trying to put in his mind As he was walking home And he probably just kept saying no I've got a word from the Lord I've got a word from the Lord on my situation I've got a promise on my situation That my son is going to live And every time a little bit of fear Tried to creep in Every time a little bit of doubt tried to creep in This man probably just kept going And saying nope I've got a word from God Nope he said my son's going to live He told me to go my way my son lives and I bet that that man probably had to keep repeating that to himself just like in my life I repeat the word of God to myself if I come up against a situation or I have a thought that comes into my mind that I know is against the word of God I will repeat out loud the word of God to myself if I get fearful of something and I begin to see Things happen in my life that don't align themselves with the word of God. I begin to quote scriptures over my life. For the Lord knows the plans that he has towards me, plans to prosper me and not to harm me, plans to give me a hope and a future. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven scriptures like that that will give you that will help build your faith because you have the word from the Lord on it and God's word is sovereign. He is sovereign. He is the king of all. He is the ruler of all. What he says will happen and when you begin to speak the word of God over your life you begin to see your life align with the word of God not the other way around. The word of God does not change. So when you begin to speak the word of God over your life then you see the changes happen in your life and so we've got to get to a point where we take God at his word where we grab hold of it and we don't let it go and we don't let the enemy in we don't let the enemy sway our thinking this man was walking home saying to himself I'm sure the whole time go your way your son lives and he got to the place where his servants met him and they said your son lives when he inquired of them I love this the hour that he began to heal they answered yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him so the servants came to him and the servant echoed the words of jesus jesus the last thing he said to this man was your son lives and the first words out of the servant's mouth when they met him were your son lives so the servants echoed the words of jesus and i'm sure that this man probably knew at that exact point that that everything had come into alignment and god had done a miracle in his son's life and when they got to the servants the servants said at the same time hour at the same hour it it was the seventh hour and the servants told him it was the seventh hour the man knew that it was the same hour that jesus had given to him that promise the promise took place in the hour jesus said it and the man believed it the promise took place i'll say that again at the exact time that jesus gave the man the word and the man grabbed hold of it and believed it when you grab hold of it and believe the word of God, your miracle will take place at the same time. Now, the man had to walk. The man had to go a distance before he saw the miracle manifest. He had no idea that his son was doing well. He had no idea that his son, he may have died. He had no idea, but he had to walk and he had to walk it out. In order to see it happen. In order to see the manifestation. Of the miracle that he was believing for. And so you may. Although you believe God. For your miracle. You grab hold of the word. You may have to walk a distance. Before you see. The manifestation of that miracle. Now that is when. It becomes vital. That we don't give in to the doubt. And we don't give in to the fear. It becomes vital. That we don't throw in the towel and walk away from the miracle that we're believing for because sometimes there is a distance sometimes there is a span of time in between the time that we get a word from the Lord and the time that we see the word of the Lord manifest in our lives and this man had that span of time where he had to walk it out in faith and you will have periods of time and distances that you have to walk out in faith you will have a distance of time sometimes between the time that you get your miracle in the spirit and, and believe for it in faith and the time that your doctor says there's no cancer on this scan you will have a distance of time and and space sometimes that you have to go through before you see the manifestation before the situation turns around completely and it might not just be a 24-hour time span it might not be a day's walk it might be a few months sometimes it's years that people have to go through before they see the manifestation of their miracle. But when it shows up and they have held on to the promise of God, it becomes time to rejoice. And we can even rejoice as soon as we get the word of God on our way to seeing the promise take place. And so today, don't be discouraged if you've gotten a word from the Lord. And you're walking along and you've got to go for the doctor's appointment or you've got to go to the court date or you've got to go have the meeting with that person or you've got to go for that job interview. Whatever the word from the Lord says is what you believe, whether you have to still travel, whether you still have to have a span of time in there. God said that he was going to do it. He said that he was going to do whatever it is that you're believing him for. And so don't give up that faith. Because you don't see it right away. Can I tell you today, there's no distance in the spirit. There's no distance in the spirit. The same God that is with me right now in this room is with you wherever you are at. Whether you're at your job, whether you're in your car, whether you're at your house, whether you're at the gym, wherever you are. I like to take these podcasts in my ear at at the supermarket. Different podcasts that I listen to and things like that. I'll drive down the road and listen to them. So wherever you're at, the same God that is here right now with me is right there with you. And there is no distance in the spirit. And so the same God that healed this little boy, Jesus was in Capernaum or Jesus was in Cana and this little boy was in Capernaum. And so there was no distance there in the spirit, the same spirit of God that was there with the man was with his little boy, and it was at the exact same moment, and I have a testimony on this, we were in Guatemala last year, we go down to a children's home every single year that we can, and we were down there, and I had an opportunity to preach, now if you've never had the ability to go to another country and preach or listen to a service with an interpreter, it becomes different, it becomes, uh, unless you practice and unless you know what you're going to say sometimes the flow gets messed up because not all of our words are the same as their words and sometimes uh, things get jumbled up a little bit so I always try to prepare the best that I can and so I was praying and saying God what would you have me to preach on to these people in Guatemala and the Lord spoke to me to preach on healing and I thought you've got to be kidding me God you are you want me to preach on healing to the people of Guatemala, these people who need all sorts of provisions, these people who need all sorts of, of just everyday things that we take for granted in life, food, clothing, everything that we take for granted here in the United States, they said to preach on healing. So I was obedient. We had a service on, I think it was Thursday afternoon down there and um, we were, we were just, it it was amazing. The Lord really moved. People were touched. Um, people came to the altar and were just breaking and crying. And we had the opportunity to pray for all these people. It was amazing. And at the end of the service, we were all just so, we were elated. We were just, it felt like we were caught up in the spirit. We, we just, could, couldn't come down from the spiritual high that we have felt because it was just amazing how God moved and what God did and so we got back to the United States and one of the ladies traveling with us um, she had a sister who had been going through some health problems and uh, they told her that she had hepatitis and so this sister uh, called when we got to uh when we got back into cell phone service or she messaged i believe it was and said that the doctors told her that she did not have hepatitis that 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 it was it was gone it was eradicated from her body she had had testing and and everything and um so this lady that went with us she said to her sister what time what day Did it take place? And it was at the exact same time that we were doing that healing service down there in Guatemala. And that is an amazing testimony. You know, God is able to do and to touch anyone at any point in time. And you do not have to worry. You do not have to worry that you're not with your family member wherever they're at. If they're out living on the streets, if they're out in drug houses, God has the ability to grab hold of them right where they're at. And if you will lay hold of the promises of God, if you will. Grab hold of God's promises From his word You will see the change take place And it may take time Yes it may take some time It may take you having to walk some things out It may take you having to go your way But God will do it If you will grab hold of it And not let go Everything we have In the spirit is obtained by faith Everything that we have in the kingdom of God Is obtained by faith So dig into your Bible dig into the word of god whatever it is the situation that you're dealing with Dig into the Word of God and get a word on it, get a verse on it, or get several verses or a passage on it. Grab hold of that and believe that it is yours now, whether you see it now or not. Whether everything looks like it now or not, whether everything looks the opposite. Most of the time, when we're believing for something in faith, everything will look the opposite. Everything will look impossible. Well, God, there's no way that that could happen because I live here and I. This is my financial status and this whatever. reasons that you give God, lay those aside and begin to speak and grab hold of the word of God over your situation and grab hold of it by faith and then walk it out. Walk it out. Just lay hold of it and walk it out. You might have to go the distance, like I said, but if you will lay hold of it, you will see it manifest. You've got to believe I'm healed now. I'm free right now. I am blessed right now. Believe those things that God's word says about you and believe them right now. Don't believe that they're going to happen somewhere down the line in the future. Grab hold of it and believe and then walk towards the miracle. Walk towards the miracle after you believe, but grab hold of it by faith. Read the word of God. Get those verses and then Believe and walk towards the miracle. So that's my encouragement for you today. Believe it after you've grabbed hold of the word of God, after you've laid hold of the promise, believe and then walk towards your miracle. And you'll see it manifest. You'll see the manifestation. And I trust God that this encourages you today. I trust God that this helps you today. Persevere, don't give up, and watch what God does in your life. Friends, I'm so thankful that you've joined me today. And I'm praying for you, believing God for you. I want to give you an opportunity because I never want to end these podcasts without giving somebody an opportunity to accept Jesus. If you don't know him, if you're not right with him, it's so important. It's so important that you know him. What does it mean to know him? It means that you have a relationship with him. It means that you pray. It means that you read your Bible. It means that you spend time with him. Do you have to spend hours and hours every day? just Cloistered away like some sort of monk No, God wants you to live your life God said he came to Jesus came to give life abundantly And God wants you to live your life But it does mean that you have to spend time with him It does mean that you have to focus on him Listen to Christian music Listen listen to Christian television Get the word of God down on the inside of you And if you say I don't know him I don't have a right relationship with him I want to pray a prayer with you today And I wanna, I want to ask you to pray this prayer with me And if you pray this prayer with me This will be the start of your relationship with him Or maybe you've been away And you need to come back to him And so I want to pray this prayer Say Father God I come to you in the name of Jesus Confessing that I'm a sinner In need of a Savior I believe Jesus is your son And that he died on the cross I believe he rose again on the third day. So I ask you to wash me in the blood that he shed on the cross of Calvary. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you every day. In Jesus name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer today, I would love to connect with you. Message me. Send me a uh, a message on my social media or leave a comment on this podcast, however, you're listening to it. It's on iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher. So there are so many platforms that you can listen to it. Leave me a comment. I'll get those comments. Check them out. I'd love to connect with you. I'm praying for you and uh, would love to just give you a little bit of guidance as to the next steps. So thank you, everybody, for listening today. God bless you, and we will see you on the next episode very soon. Don't forget to share this podcast with all of your friends and loved ones. God bless. I love you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer or by visiting www.calebshafer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.